Today's guest has swum with dolphins and whales, come face to face with sharks and Kodiak bears, camped with wolf packs, and waded hifty through Everglades swamps. He's a producer of almost 70 documentaries, winner of many awards, including two Emmys and an Oscar nomination, author, teacher, student, comedian, traveler, father, grandfather, and mentor. Please welcome Chris Palmer joining us from Washington, D.C. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the show. And I wanted to thank you today for the valuable advice you'll be sharing with us. So thank you and welcome. Oh, well, real. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be on this podcast with you. Looking forward to it. And I appreciate, appreciate your invitation to join you. I've met you in D.C. several years back when I um, attended a class at the center and it was an absolutely wonderful experience. And you immediately stood out as a hardworking person and, and not only that, but a person who constantly pursued excellence. And then what happened is I started digging a bit deeper into what you did and I saw that you are the type of person that likes to live life at its fullest. Is that true? And what do you do to achieve that? Well, I, I, I like to think that's true. Uh, I do my best. Um, one way I achieve that, Riot, is that, is that I have for 40, 50 years now, I've had a personal mission statement. When I was young, when I was in my young 20s, I was a mess. I was adrift. I was confused. Um, and I was um, over busy and um, not happy at all. And, um, and I wrestled with this, wondering what was wrong. And the key transformation for me came when I thought of the idea of writing down um, what I wanted my life to look like in, in an ideal way. What did, I, what did I want to achieve? What did I want my legacy to be? What did I want to do? What, was my, what did I want my character to be like? Things like this. And I started writing this down. I eventually called this my personal mission statement and um and i've been uh i work on it all the time it is, i mean it's 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 a it's an on, it's an organic document anyway writing down that personal mission statement uh, i found very helpful and and so so that's one quick answer real to 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 how i live my life and um do you revise your mission statement constantly and uh um, i have it right in front of me and let me read a couple of lines from the beginning I want to be remembered by my family, friends, and colleagues as a person grounded in decency, simple goodness, infectious vitality, and inspiring enthusiasm. As someone with a lasting and wonderful marriage, a great sense of humor, and a strong work ethic. As a man who made his role and responsibilities as a father and grandfather one of his highest priorities, as a person who committed himself to learning and education, and who pursued his goals with passion, and as a man who left the world a better place. How often do you revise this? I, 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 I revise it all the time. Sometimes, um, sometimes I might go a month or two without changing a word, and other times I'll go in and uh, I'm constantly trying to juice it up. I'm, I want it to be a document that when I read it, I get goosebumps. It makes me think, gosh, that is the life I want to lead. And then I can plan my week around it. Um, the, 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 here's the key, Riold. Having a personal mission statement is only part of the solution to life. It, it's very helpful and can be transformative, but it's only part of the solution. I like to think um, think of uh, three legs of a stool. The first leg 
um, is the vision or personal mission statement, the goals for your life. The second leg is planning, making that vision operational and, and actionable. And then the third leg of the stool is taking action. And and um, so you need th- all three legs to to be happy and fulfilled and to live a good decent life dedicated to helping other other people if you just have a vision um, then you can just live in a dream world if you just um, take action you can be frenetically busy and not achieve anything and or if you just spend your time planning um, you don't get anything done so you need all three a vision which is representing the personal mission, sta- personal mission statement uh, the, the, the planning and then taking action so clearly having vision is not enough and uh, in your opinion or throughout your experience, what have you found out to be the most effective way to plan to achieve such vision? And um, what do you think is the best way to go about executing this plan effectively, but also ethically? Well, I think um, discussing it with other people helps. In other words, I think um, making it public, or writing it out as best you can, showing it to loved ones, parents, siblings, significant others, you know, any friends, and saying, what do you think? Does this make sense? Where am I? What's missing here? Um, and getting feedback is a is a is a good thing a good thing to do. A one way to help uh, help achieve a higher level of vision. Now the now the other thing is to is to um, when you're thinking when you're writing your vision your personal mission statement you want to be ambitious. Um, and think in big terms. You don't want to live a small life. So you want to think in big terms what you're going to accomplish in a big way. And that's difficult for people to do because most of us are consumed with what we can't do. Oh, I don't have the education. I don't have the money. I don't have the contacts. You know, we're, all, we're always thinking about what we, what we can't do. So we never really give full play in our minds to the most things we can do. Um, and um, so... Uh, so I think thinking big, talking with talking with people, and keep keep working at it. I mean, I, I my my personal mission is, is never finished. It's organic. It's always being. It's always I'm always improving it, looking for ways to make it better and stronger, more powerful, more inspirational to me. Um, and and um, and then I, I think the other keys to to effective planning um, is to, as I say before, the, the, the making it, you know, planning, going from the vision to planning, to making things actionable and operational, mm-hmm. um, and then to taking action. So in terms of taking action, it tends to be sometimes execution and taking action tends to be sometimes the hardest of the steps. We sit on our plan and we do not take action. So what would you advise yeah. to someone who's starting or someone I mean, in my early 30s and people who are starting leaders? What would you advise so that we take action and we live our plan? Yeah, that, good question. And, and there are things we can, we can do. If you examine the lives of successful leaders, successful people, what you notice about them, they are constantly taking action action. They are making offers in the marketplace. They are making promises. They are making commitments. I will get that reporter. I will write that book. I will shop that meeting and give a speech. They are constantly taking action. And and um, and uh, uh, and this is this is one of the characteristics of successful um, successful people. They are constantly doing things. They're, they're they're taking initiative. They're constantly taking initiative. They're never 
comatose, they're never moribund, they're never still, they're never inactive, they're never indolent um, uh, or immobile. They're always, let's, how about this? They're making suggestions, uh, getting feedback from people, building relationships. They're always doing things um, to enrich, enrich their lives. And, and so that's what I mean by, by the third leg of the stool, taking action. Once you've got your vision, once you've got your plan, then you need to pick up the phone. You need to go and see people. You need to make, you know, make offers, call, you know, constantly t- do things to, to get things moving. And, and, uh, and uh, is, does, that, does that make sense real to you? It, it makes complete sense. And uh, I want to expand on that a little bit more. Um, what do you think about getting out of the comfort zone then and uh, the risk or also the fear of failure? And how do you think one should overcome the fear of failure and how should one become very comfortable of being constantly out of the comfort zone? Yeah, well, that's such a good question, and we all need to get out of our comfort zone. And I commend you, Reld. You're doing this podcast for young leaders, and this is sort of a new venture for you and good for you. You're getting out of your comfort zone to do this, and I and I applaud you for that. We all of us need to 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 look for ways to challenge ourselves to do new things, even though it makes us uncomfortable. We'd all we'd all in a way prefer to be comfortable and stay what we're familiar with but that isn't how progress is made and how we grow as human beings is when we throw ourselves out there into new environments that we can really uh, grow and do new things so so i think um i think uh, uh, here's one one sort of clue to this and that is to re rephrase reframe reframe um, the idea of failure we are we are taught in as growing up that you know failure is not good failure you know to avoid failure um, but in fact we in a way we want to welcome failure failure is the way we get to success we try things we don't succeed we try and we don't succeed we, we try things then we eventually succeed you know like Edison we don't give up so I think this notion of welcoming failure of looking on it as a as a valuable uh, thing as a learning not as a not as a failing but as a learning experience um, um, is the way to to do it so so I say to people welcome failure in to please fail I, I you know the more you fail the more success you're going to have eventually it's only through trying failing trying failing trying failing and then then succeeding it's only through that through that process of never giving up of being relentless in your determination to try new things and 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 experience and, and learn from failure is is the way to succeed so so I think getting out of your comfort zone, failing, welcoming, welcoming the failure, learning from it um, is, the, is the way to, for us to, to, to live. So clearly having vision, taking action on that vision and failing also requires a strong support from the people around us, from our friends, family, and the network that we have around. It's obvious that alone we are absolutely nothing. Um, what type of role do you think networking plays in this, and especially in the development of leaders and in the success that leaders achieve? And how do you think one could maintain this strong and lasting network? Well, you know, Rio, you are so right on this. Relationships are not just important. They are, as you said, 
everything, everything. And, and so, so paying attention to our relationships um, is, is of paramount um, importance. And, um, and so networking, which is, which is part of that, networking is, is important. So we need to get out there and, and, uh, and get away from our screens and look people in the eye and shake hands and smile and, and, and learn about other people and bond with them. This is incredibly important. We're not going to be able to do that with everybody. Nobody gets along with everybody. But, but it's, you know, the more we can coordinate action, uh, get to know people, tr- build trust. The key word here is trust. If, the more we can build trust with other people, um, the better. And to build trust, um, that means keeping promises um, and, and, and taking our commitments seriously because people build, trust between people is built when promises and commitments are, are kept. Um, and so, um, so building relationships is, is a key to a successful uh, a life, and not just professionally, with our loved ones, with our siblings, uh, with our parents. I mean, paying attention to them, not taking them for granted, um, being attentive to them, thinking about what their concerns are, what their worries are, that you know, how we can help them with their anxieties and apprehensions. All this is incredibly important. So, so I think um, you're quite right. Alone, we are nothing. Uh, you know, it's, it's only through other people that we can we can we can grow and thrive and flourish. And so, so networking, um, in uh, in the sense of building trust with other people, um, is a is a is, is crucially important. Once again, thank you for the time that you've put into this and the commitment and the energy that you usually put in every project. And I really appreciate that. My, yeah, my, my pleasure, Ron. It's, it's, so it's an honor to be on with you. Good luck with the podca- podcast. And, 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 and it's, it, was, it was my privilege to be, to be on, on this with you. Thank you. Thank you again, Chris. You just listened to Inspire Me. And I am your host, Real Fortuna.